JoeVertigan.com. This is podcast episode number three with Lowell Bennett. And when we left off, we talked about uh, the toughness of his dad, Mr. B. Bobby Bennett. Uh, let's head into the early 1970s at this point. Uh, at that time, that's when the late model explosion really took off in northeastern Wisconsin. You know, the coops had become kind of a thing of the past with the exception maybe Apple Creek uh, or Shyocton. Let's go early 70s now, and uh, your dad, Mr. B, uh, purchased one heck of a race car from one uh, th- that was driven by Jerry Medina Smith. Uh, take it from there, Lowell, and talk about that that hot rod of a ride. Sure. Well, in the early 70s, dad was still trying to race the, uh, the 64 Dodge with a Hemi in it, but uh, the problems presented themselves with, with engine failures with that Hemi. The, the Hemis just did not stay together very well. Right. And uh, Jerry Smith of Medina teamed up with Lynn Blanchard, which Lynn Blanchard is my wife's father. Blanchard Speed Shop. He was a very well-noted engine builder uh, throughout the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. If you didn't have a Blanchard's Big Block 427 with a hundred and a quarter over... <laughs> Uh, you didn't have anything. Right. He he pretty much owned the whole the whole um, racing industry around here. Most of the the top successful guys had one of Lynn's motors. And you got to remember, in the early '70s, it was an era of you know one division, wet, heavy half mile tracks. So that's kind of where the big blocks. You know, you almost needed one at that time. You did, and you know the the uh, amount of cars that we had at that time. I mean, we're talking there's. 40 to 60 cars at a, at a race in one night. And in the and 70s, you were getting a lot of studs from the Milwaukee area to start coming up. This oh was yeah. a big deal, wasn't it? Especially um, a lot of the Hales Corners cars came up and ran in Oshkosh. Oh, yeah. That was like a real melting pot, wasn't it? It was. You know, Alan Kowicki started at Oshkosh. Yes. Um, so, you know, in, in that era, the... Uh, the racing was just exploding and the amount of people following was just exploding. So moving, moving forward to the purchase of the Chevelle, um, 1972, Jerry Smith won so many features and, and so many races that year with that Chevelle. It was just incredible. And at the end of the year, um, they had decided to sell that car and they were going to build one of the new Camaros. And so the Camaro, that was the, the the first um, explosion of the Camaro. Yes. Uh, everybody was building Camaros. That's a car that the Bear stuff. ended up with, Roger Regeth, I think, down the road. No, that one or no? Uh, yes, it was. Okay. Yep. The, the one that they had built together. Um, but so Dad uh, Dad met with Lynn Blanchard, and Lynn Blanchard and my dad were very good friends. We all went to church together. Sure. And so one day at church, they're talking, and Lynn said. Bobby says, I'll, I'll sell you that car. I'll make you a deal on that car. And the car was $4,500 complete with the engine and, uh, and the uh, car. And Dad says, well, I don't have enough money to, to pay for it all. And Lynn said, I'll tell you what, this, this was probably in March sure. of 73. Right. And uh, so Lynn said, you, you come and get the car, he says, and pull the engine out of it. And he said, bring the engine over, and I'll freshen the engine. And you pay me half, right. and when, when you get the other half, you can come get the engine, and I'll have it all freshened for you. Sure. So we went and picked the car up over by Jerry Smith's. It was, it was uh, over by his body shop there. We went and picked the car up, 
and brought it home and you know it had been pretty beat up because it had run the whole season before so right you know we had to freshen the car all up and, and painted it and stuff like that and uh i remember we were racing the first race in 73 at, at Tapir was the first one and it was so cold that day oh it was just unbelievably cold right and uh dad put her in the fence that day sure and uh he, he uh he couldn't get used to the brakes on the car and he said uh he talked to jerry smith he said jerry he says how do you run that thing he says you go in the corner he said the brake pedal goes right to the floor oh he says you got to adjust the brakes up tight before you go and run a feature right and he says and then when you cross the start finish line you pump the brake pedal twice <laughs> and then you'll have enough brake get into the corner sure well, it had drum brakes on it and right so the brakes always stunk so the first day, Dad put the car in the in the wall, smashed up the quarter pedal on the right rear two three times. So old Regith came over and he had a big old white marker and he wrote walls on the side of Dad's car, <laughs> probably about a foot and a half letters. Oh jeez. So that that was the when we started. Uh, you know, with that Chevelle, and, and boy, Dad had some great success with the car. I remember as a kid, and I was four or five when this happened, I remember your dad winning like a 50-lap feature. Yep, at Chano, yes. they had a 50-lap fifty lap big special there, and uh, it was a het, web, wet and heavy track that night, and that's when that Chevelle ran really well, is when the track was wet and heavy and had that big block, and that thing would just pull up off the corners, and... And uh, Dad managed to pull off a 50-lapper, and and uh, oh, as kids, we were just so so excited. And he got about a four-foot trophy and beautiful we're, trophy queen. He got his yeah. pictures taken with. But look at look at the look at the drivers he beat in that, and, and to win that, I mean, it's a who's who. It was know? everybody was there, you know. JJ Smith, and Roger Paul, Jerry Regith. Smith, Regith. Yeah, oh yeah, everybody was there, and you know, Dad had his times. He he. Uh, in 73, um, he took the car to Oshkosh to run it. Now, Lynn didn't really want him to run that big block down at Oshkosh. He says, Bobby, he says, I don't think you can keep it cool. So my dad put a, a bigger fan on the car and, and was able to keep it cool and, and went and ran the thing at Oshkosh. Dad always had a love for Oshkosh. Right. He set many track records there with his Hudson. and, and uh, So he went to Oshkosh. Well, lo and behold, he won the championship in 73. Wow with that Chevelle at Oshkosh. And keep in mind, back then, that was a third mile, which was a little different than the tri-track circuit, you know, De Pierce, Seymour, Shano. Those were all half-mile tracks. So Oshkosh was kind of a different taste, so to speak. It was. Oshkosh originally was a quarter mile, and they they, they made it a little bit bigger to, to the third mile. Right. But, uh, boy, we had some, some great times there. That old wood grandstand was, was just, you know, awesome when you were a kid. And uh, what a facility, and uh, a lot of great drivers ran there, too. And that was a Tuesday night deal, which, uh, looking back on that, how the heck did they ever get anything done? But the cars back then, guys could run three, four nights a week. The cars themselves did not require as much maintenance as they do these days, correct? Well, we we definitely raced a lot back in, in the day. And in, in that era, you know, we ran Tuesday nights at... at uh, Leo's in, in Oshkosh, and then uh, Thursday nights we would run at Kakana. Uh, my dad ran the car on the asphalt as well as the dirt. And then um, Friday nights was Seymour, Saturday was Shano, right. and Sunday was De Pere. 
So wow. it was five nights. So wow. back in those days, and I tell this story today, back in those days, we were, we raced the car five nights a week and worked on it one night a week. Wow. Now we work on it five <laughs> nights a week and race it once. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. It, it, uh, I, I much enjoyed being able to race more and work on the stuff less. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine it. It's, it's a time consuming deal. Was it tough to find pit crew members back then in the 70s? Absolutely not. No. Uh, it was a completely different era in the 70s. I mean, uh, you know, people were looking for entertainment, and, and my dad always had a, a good, solid crew, and so did I when I started. All your high school buddies helped, and, and uh, you know, there, there's times you had more help than what you needed work. And so, you know, it made it a lot easier to turn a car around in one, one night. Now today, um, it, it's a struggle to find yes. people on dirt and asphalt. It yes, is, it to, is to help on a race car. It's a big commitment. Yeah, and you don't get paid anything for it. Right. You know, it's just out of the love of the sport. Yeah, and it, it's a di- different times back then. Um, you know, looking back on it, on at this point in the seventies, I imagine you were actually hands-on helping Dad at this point. Oh, as definitely. A teen. How old were you when you were able to get in the pits back then? Well, back in back in the day, you were supposed to be fourteen to get in the pits. Okay. And uh, Dad started sneaking me in when I was thirteen. <laughs> I figured it'd I be looked, something I, like that. I guess that. I looked big enough. But uh, I remember a pit pass um, when I first started going in was two dollars. Sure. At the pier, Shano, the standard was two dollars for a pit pass. Right. And I think grandstand was a dollar fifty. Back then, the winnings were better though too, because like qualifying paid. I mean, guys. You know, the, the the ratio of what you spent versus what you made. I mean, if you didn't wreck, you could do pretty good racing, couldn't you? There's a there's a lot of times I remember my lunch money for going when I was in high school, my lunch money was, was the money that dad made over the weekend race and maybe you take it out of his, his winning money. Right. Um, you know, in those days a lot of those races paid three, four hundred dollars to win and your expenses were not that bad. And like I said, the the pit passes were reasonable and you know, a tire at that time was was probably $35, $40. Sure. And uh, so it's it, gasoline at that time, early 70s, was, you know, 30-some cents a gallon. Right. And, uh, and when we had the gas crunch, it went to 50 cents a gallon, and, and that hurt racing a little bit. Sure. All right, we'll wrap this one up. We'll be back next week with another segment.